0: at the King Power Stadium watching Manchester United lose having watched Manchester United lose to Leicester City and the noise you can hear sadly isn't from the Manchester United Sport, it's from the Leicester Sport, who were very very quiet until their second goal but it's, it's it's not been good enough today after the equaliser which was Harry Maguire mistake um, and there's there's a fourth goal so the thirty the thirty game away, undefeated league run is uh is over. And there's a lot of disconcertion here within the United fans who saw us capitulate after the first goal. Just speaking to Andy now, what have you made of today? So
1: you know what? First half, I don't think we were that bad. I think we controlled a lot of it and then Defensive Maguire wasn't fit. Why is he rushed Maguire back? If Aram was fit, Maguire wouldn't have played today. He
0: wouldn't have played. Certainly Maguire and Lindelof don't work together. Wambersaka hasn't had the greatest of games. As a defensive back four, they've been shocking. Awful. I mean,
1: every time they've had a corner, I mean I mean look at that go oh my yeah, that god. That's a terrible
0: goal, isn't
1: it? We, we have been awful to be honest. This second half have been awful. And we just Maybe it's. Well, I'm not going to say it's a good thing. Cause this is our easiest game
0: over the next six weeks, whatever it is. Yeah, it's looking dangerous now, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly it's very is. Dangerous. So, so Solskjaer leading the way out to the players at the, from the leading the players out to the United corner at the end of the game. Come right up there not getting as much support as he probably used to do looking around me now there's a lot of people clapping there's a lot of people giving some support but there's also a lot of people holding their hands up to him and um, i guess basically see what's gone wrong i guess we'll find out in a minute what people think so as we've left um i'm just with a couple of leicester city fans did you expect to meet united today
2: um Personally, not. I just expected a good performance from Leicester, but I thought Man United were probably notching it a bit as favourites.
3: Yeah, I, I thought I wasn't expecting a win because we've not been very good so far, and Man United, you know, they, they can drag a win out of nothing, can't they, yeah. historically? Yeah. But I just, I, if, I, if I was a Manchester United fan, I'd be slightly disappointed, not just in losing, but I just didn't, you know, I think Ronaldo, I've never seen Ronaldo playing real, and I, I didn't. You know, I know he's older now, but I didn't think much of that either. Really, you know, strange. I, I, I don't know. You've seen them all season, but I thought they'd be better than they were today.
0: Do you think there was a, a, there's a, there's no link is there? Where Leicester oh, yeah. seem to go forward with a defence and a midfield and an attack and seem to be fluid. United yeah. seems to play in three different parts, and the yeah. the defence oh, seemed shocking.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good assessment. Um, Leicester played like they played previous seasons. You know, they were together as a team, and I thought from the kickoff, they were more composed with a lot of confidence, and they played that well. And um, from a United point of view, I would agree with Gary that um, I'm a Leicester City supporter, but I, I would think the Man United fans would be very disappointed with and that it, performance. And in terms
0: point. of, you know, you you had um, you had Ranieri here, he took you yeah. to a title, yeah. it yeah. was absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Yeah for one reason or another he moved on yes, you've yes. got Brendan Rogers here do you rate him as a manager can he get you to that level again or do you think that was a one-off I,
3: I think winning the, the league is a one-off but for two seasons we've been fifth and both times I think it's been Manchester United who stopped us getting fourth place in, in terms of the, the defeat we had and I was terrified when Jesse Lingard came on because yeah. he scores every time against Leicester City but I don't think we can get to that but I think we can be I think with the Newcastle money as well there's going to be six or seven good teams now aren't there with, with money and with a history uh, whether we can win it again I don't know I just think I thought it would democratise footballers winning it but what it did it made all the bigger teams spend even more money and yeah, that's so that's an interesting assessment you know it? I, I, um, I, I, but it was I, great it was, a good, it was yeah, the greatest I slightly disagree I mean I
2: think with probably two or three more quality players in the Leicester squad we could have a chance at getting the t- uh, winning the title again, but it's an outside chance, and I do agree with Gary's assessment um, with Newcastle with all the money. But I think we'll be
3: there or thereabouts yeah, with so Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Um, and the same with Man United; will be in their bats, won't they? Yeah. It's just I'm sure the expectation. That you have as a Manchester yes, United fan he's, he's got to be higher it's than we have as a Leicester time. fan because yeah, yeah. we had that last year we came out yeah. and we were interviewed by Sky yeah. as we came out and he said you must be really disappointed you. you're not in top four he said yeah but we have won the FA Cup yeah. we've never won the FA Cup and, we'll and that to us means it doesn't mean a lot to a lot of clubs but it meant a yeah, massive yeah, amount to course, us
2: yeah. well look thank you
3: very much yeah, for your yeah, time have normal. a safe trip yeah. and hopefully things will pick up we're playing for fourth and fifth again um, at the end of the season
0: well first and second
1: so we're um,
0: there was uh, after that little interlude after that little interlude outside the ground where there was um, where there was some boxing um, we're now back on the coach and there's been a few um, a few arrests outside the ground today obviously disgruntled the United fans not liking being wound up and teased by the Leicester City fans um, for the manner of the defeat but I think more poignantly there's um there's some disgruntled there's some disgruntled people. There, um, on the coach
4: to uh, what team selection or the way he's set and up or doing the team selection, team team was spot on, he's got all the players he wants and you just have no idea how do not no idea how to use them, has he? You think it's him or the coaching staff, or they didn't? It's a, it's a combination of them all. It's it's just baffling how bad they are. With that, them players on the pitch, how they can't they can hardly string five passes together. Them players, the attacking players, how they can't come here. Don't expect them to win every game they play, but they should be controlling the game better than they are. you're thinking a way, and it's hard for us to
0: say that Ronaldo isn't helping the style of play that we thought we oh did best that
4: Ronaldo's of, the of
1: the
4: the best goal going 100% he he he, he 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 was abysmal the whole game oh, fuck yourself. he was shocking um, and he's. Dug the, i mean between solsha and the fans they dug, dug, dug a bit of a hole with him because the overreaction to him no, no, not playing famous. against everton oh, he's he's i think it was fair enough him not starting against everton they got cavani he's a fucking perfectly good player to play instead of him and now because of the reaction after not winning that game he's, he's never going to take him off ever again and there's no way he should have stayed on the pitch over Greenwood today I think the thing is we we play very quickly on the attack on the
0: counter attack, the Rashford goal was fantastic wasn't it, in terms of that's the way we expect United to play,
4: Ronaldo doesn't play that way does he? No Well, they've got got three up front there, Sancho's not the quickest is he, I mean Greenwood's quick but he comes inside Ronaldo is just he's slow isn't he, he's quick at a straight line other than that he's pretty slow so he's coming here trying to play on the break and they got three players up front. It one very quick. Then it didn't work, did it? No,
0: didn't work. And in terms of the way that uh, Sancho, is he on the wrong side? Is from where you see that, you know, what he did at Dortmund, he'd get to the byline, he'd cross it with his right foot. I he stuck out on the left.
4: I don't. Don't agree with that. He played. He played about half his games for Dortmund on the left. Um, and he was just as good. He, I, until they start dictating games, Sancho's not going to become as good as he should be because he's not a player to play on the break, really. He's a player who's going to open teams up when, you, when, you, when they're sitting deep. They're just not utilising the players they've got. they've got. There's no excuses with the players they've got anymore. There's absolutely no excuses for how bad it's been. They've not played well once all season except for Leeds. And if you could pick any team in the world to play against, you pick Leeds. They don't play well other than that. It's worrying. Did we take, I mean, there was, there was half an hour spell, were not there, early in the game,
0: where the game seemed a bit ding-dong and both teams went at each other and it was very even and we were
4: taking the lead. Yeah. McGuire mistake for that first goal. He wasn't fit, was he? No, there's no way he should have been on the pitch. I mean, the amount of times he must have given the ball away within 20 yards of his goal five times. Well, he's not fit, is he? He's given the ball away within 20 yards of his goal five, six times. So. But, but don't we do that when we play out from the back? Are we we're shit at playing out from the back? Well... Half the reason we're shit are playing out the back is because the two midfielders on the pitch don't go and collect the ball off the defenders, so that they end up getting forced playing side to side. I mean, as much shit as Fred gets because his passing's not the best, at least he's one of the only players who will come deep and uh, try and get the try and get on the ball and move it forward. And Matich in progress. I actually think, but individually they were both all right, but together. How many times the defenders just get in behind them? Um, it's not, it's not, not Matic's fault. He's just, he just passed it, isn't he? Here,
0: Matic was was probably our best player until he went off, wasn't he? Which yeah.
4: was he had most of the ball. Yeah. He'd not done that many things wrong. I thought I thought I thought well, I'm a had a good game as well, actually, in Greenwood, but as individual indivi- a lot of them played well. As a team, they played atrocious. The yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, individually, yeah, they were pretty good, but as a team. I mean, I'm fucking sick of saying it. They're never going to get to where they want to be with him as a manager. I think people just need to accept that. I think a lot of people have started to see it. Um, It's just... I I don't really
0: know what to say anymore. It is difficult to know what to say, but in terms of... Is there a danger now also that Solskjaer's listening to too many people? He wanted to set up with two defensive midfielders, and now there's been a lot of... You know, if he's listens to people and it may or may not be from that from Sky Sports through to the fans through to opinion generally he should only be playing one with that team he's done that today and his defence have looked shocking
4: because of it as a unit yeah. I'm not being funny a manager of Manchester United should be bold enough and brave enough to not listen to what other people are saying he do you think Pep Guardiola would start, or, or Klopp would start listening to what the press were saying about how the team played no not, not a chance in the hell not a chance in hell kids
0: aren't they? I think. Yeah. so there's a dawning realisation with a lot of people who didn't feel that Solskjaer had lost the right to manage Manchester United just yet certainly not for some of the names that are being bandied about it's very quickly going to change isn't it there's going to be a tipping point how close are we to the tipping point that United will start listening to the fans
4: I could manage him better I don't i don't, not sure about that but um, I don't think it's far off because they can't carry on playing that badly with the players they've got. I think he, a year ago without them players, you can say, yeah, fair enough, They're not, he's not got the squad he's got, he wants. He's, he's got that squad now. Bar a midfielder, possibly, he's got the squad he wants. So we can't be far. I mean, two or three more games like that, it's going to really start to turn sour, isn't it? Yeah. You've got Liverpool on Sunday. I can't. Can't say I'm as confident about not getting beat three, four, five, nil. Does this now mean then the game on Wednesday against Atlanta is absolutely crucial. Because if, it's huge because if they go and get beat ho- at home on Wednesday, they've got to go and play them, they're not a bad side whatsoever, they're a good team. And if they go and get beat in both them games, they might not go through in the Champions League and then you've really gotta there's no way over will be here after that, is there? If they don't get through in the group stages so <laughs> And then as you say, Liverpool, Tottenham, is it in City? Something like that. It's normally it's when he pulls that pulls it out of the bag, isn't it? And he, he goes on a bad run, then he plays the big scenes and he turns it round. How many how many times has he done that? Three, four times when he's, he's gone on a run with, just when he's been on the edge. So if he does that again then I think it'll be I think it'll last the season. I mean but certainly, the next couple of games
0: I think it's massive. Yeah, I mean certainly thirty it's been thirty games since we were last beaten away from home in the Premier League
4: yeah it's, I mean, and, and it came record, to an end yeah. today, and normally you'd be applauding that run hundred percent but you've got to uh, winning, winning games win your trophies you've got to win you got you' got to go win the win the trophies and records like that are meaningless doesn 't make a difference, does it really no.
0: and apart from yourself because you seem to put yourself into the frame then to manage them, is there anybody else you'd put in mind who you think
4: you know, come January. Well, well, well the twat, we the, the twat just given a good idea would be a starting point. Don't he's,
0: on, he's only very short, isn't he, Brandon Rodgers?
4: He's also very scouts. I, no, I would... Uh, I don't know. But I, I look at the top three teams in the Premier League
1: and
0: the difference is, not the players... The quality of the managers. That simple. I was talking to some Leicester fans after after the game, and they're happy with Brendan Rodgers and they feel themselves that they are a good team. They haven't got the players that we've got but they are a very good team. are we just got the players but we aren't a good team?
1: Of course we are. It's just, it's just an utter nonsense. Those have, they left on three players. That were so utterly awful today. Ronaldo, Fernandez, and Maguire—they were terrible. they played
0: playing Eggman. just awful. Anyway, I'm getting drunk. Yeah, and, a, and a name to take over from Oli if he was to—if United were to act. I don't really care. Anyone. I don't know. Uh, Manchini. What about Steve Bruce? He may become available soon.
4: He won't be worse. He
0: won't be worse. He-
5: Going online without ExpressVPN is like using your smartphone without a protective case. Most of the time you'll be fine, but all it takes is one accidental drop onto solid concrete to make you wish you'd protected yourself. So why do people need a VPN? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, etc. your online data is not secured. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data, your passwords, your financial details, etc. doesn't take that much technical knowledge to hack someone. Just some cheap hardware is needed. A smart 12-year-old could do it. Your data is valuable and hackers can make up to £1,000 per person selling your personal info on the dark web. It should also be pointed out that most hackers are bellends. So why use ExpressVPN? Well. Got an encrypted tunnel, it creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. Hackers can't steal your sensitive data. It's very secure. It'd take a hacker with a super computer over a billion years to get past Express VPN's encryption. It's easy to use. You fire up the app and click one button to get protected. I use it. And it works on all devices. Phones, I don't use it on there, laptops, I use it on there, tablets, I use it on there, and so on so you can stay secure online and on the go. I use ExpressVPN, it's simple. I've used a couple of different VPNs over the years and this is the most straightforward one. Click, bang, and you're in. So you can secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com forward slash united. That's dot com forward slash united. And you can get an extra three months for absolutely nothing expressvpncom forward slash united so we've moved on a little bit now and uh,
0: there yeah it's not it's not as fresh uh, but the discussion has moved on to
1: who who would
0: take over mark
1: just said who's who's the top three managers in the world at the moment these lads have just said Guardiola, Klopp, they did the, and then they evitated and they went to Trump. So, at the end of the day...
0: Well, none of those three are available.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, as Newcastle, they've got all this money, blah, blah, blah. So, who are they going to target? Who are United going to target? This is always the question. Who do United appoint as the manager? You know, I, I've seen loads of people say. You have spent blah, five blah.
6: minutes and you've come back
1: to the fucking question. No, 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 I'm not. Jesus because Christ. he's just said he's he he's just said, said he would you not manager? Manager. All, all, all I would say is, I would not have Oligola Solskjaer no in charge of United, and that's all you need to know from me. And I've said that from day one. Right. So, so, what would Did you, you take? Well, Steve Bruce. Well, see apparently. I think Brucey the other day was absolutely brilliant he's not available Steve. but Steve Bruce isn't available so you're poaching someone but would you have would you seriously have Steve Bruce as your manager Steve
0: no there you go
1: there? <laughs> nor would I then
0: well everyone's saying anybody would be better clearly not everybody would be better five names, it? do you
1: remember when I, when you said I'd be better than him well I'll tell you what I'd have rather you than him
4: there's about five names out there isn't there in Conte, which I won't, I wouldn't particularly want him to be fair. Zidane I'm not sold on him, I don't know why, but I don't really want him. Graham Potter, I think he's a really good coach. I think it's a big it's a big step up for him though, isn't it? I think he's got he's got Tottenham written all over him, and he after Nuno gets sacked. Well I would, but he's up here so why would he leave there? Because he'll be sacked soon. Why? again, for underachieving move past this point because uh, then you got the guy at Ajax Ten Hag he, he's done well there and he's built in, building another decent side there they play good football but it's a Dutch league well of course um, where the, some, there's not many names out there is there that's the problem United have. there's no star candidate for it um, but, but I think there's a, there's a, there is a Mancini as well I'm not sure about him it's a tough one isn't it? United, but it's not, it's United, United have, to, have to go and find the next guy, you have to go and find the next guy. All the managers, you've
1: got, have got something wrong with them, they've had it. be Liverpool managers, City managers, or we just ate them. But I would probably have to
0: saw my pride and take Martini. So they've the, 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 got a big problem haven't we? Because we can't make another mistake.
4: All, all, all I can see is, Mancini did well when he was a club manager at uh, Juventus. He did it well at uh, Italy. Where? Uh-oh. Uh did he manage? Just move on for a minute, He didn't even know where he's managed. We got a guy here. No, 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 no. for a manager, he do not even know where he's managed.
1: No,
4: no, no, he was managed. Was he not? No, Into Milan he managed. City. Well wherever he was he's in the frame apparently I also would I also won't mind uh, if we're going to take a punt on someone which I the think they're going to have to do because if they do get rid of him the next manager is going to be a punt he's not there's, there's, we can't possibly there. take another punt though can we we took a punt on an ex-player who we absolutely loved because
0: he did very very well because he did very well didn't he Sosko, when he came in he
4: changed yeah, it We scored five goals for the first time in whatever many years and he got on playing football yeah, but the thing is there is no man that so is he's definitely going to be a successful the next, the next guy to get in is going to be a pun. here's what it is they have no choice if they're going to get rid of him it will be a pun. so is, I, I, if they're going to take a pun, I wouldn't mind Luis Enrique from again getting get him from Spain he's done well, done well at Barcelona and he won the treble there not really uh, much anyone speak about him but
0: so Backroom staff don't seem to be supporting Ollie or do you think that's part of the problem?
6: I, I think it's very difficult from the outside to pinpoint where the issues are, but I think, I think we said, you
1: know,
6: we probably said from the start,
1: he might,
6: he might not, you know, Oli might never have been the person to take us to a league title, but I think we're in a lot better place now than we were when he took over. And I said last season that I thought they needed to back him in the summer and then see where we get to this season. And as it stands, it's not looking overly hopeful that they're going to go on and win anything, in which case you might then need to make a change. But I think there's a lot of revisionism going on about, you know, how bad a job he's done. You look at the state we were in after fucking Moyes, Van Gaal, Mourinho... None of, us, none of us liked any of the players None of us liked the team None of us felt a connection Between the support And the football club anymore We were further apart Than we've ever been before You know We got to a final last year They should have won that final It's a big 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 You know mistake that big missed opportunity finished second in the league you wanted him to kick on this year they've not so far but we're only in october aren't we now i'm not saying he's going to go and win us trophies he may well have took us as far as he can take us but i just hate the the vitriol towards him and the disrespect towards him because do you know what he didn't give himself the job did he blame the people who appointed him you know, people now saying he had no track record well he didn't have any track record when he took over but we're in a much better place now than we were then I, I, I think we've got big issues in the in the team at the minute, because I think the way he wants to play, and, and I don't think he's very adaptable as a coach, I think he's got a set way of playing that has served us well in the big games previously and, and we've struggled against some of the so-called smaller teams and I think that's now happening again this season I mean I honestly don't think having Ronaldo and Fernandes in the same team helps the way he wants to play now that's no slight on Ronaldo or Fernandes who are two amazing players who we all love to watch and who score your goals that win your games but when you and it sounds stupid saying when you strip away the goals but if they don't score in a game they do absolutely nothing Ronaldo contributes zero in a game other than scoring now he's so good he scores probably an 8 out of every 10 games so it's not an issue but the games he doesn't score in you're playing with 10 and Fernandes isn't that far off being the same and I think the way Solskjaer wants to play and when we've had our best results is where you've got especially in your forward 4 or 5 they're all 100% high, working the socks off playing for each other and I question whether he's got the ability to adapt to have those two together in his team and I think that'll be his undoing to be honest because I don't don't see how with the current style of playing, the current personnel they're going to go on and win stuff and you know I I mean that's where it'll end
0: Me and you have have always been you know on the same page which is why we've spoken a lot you know to quite a few people on this pod today who have felt it's their tipping point um, and to be fair some of them had gone quite a few games ago but in terms of me and you we still you know we still believe in Tosca would he help himself by perhaps looking to the support that he could get from outside the club again or looking at a, a Kieros, uh looking at a Mullenstein looking at you know um somebody to come in and really support him because he looked very when he came over at the end of the game today he sounds dope, but it's almost the smallest he's looked if you know yeah, what I mean in terms yeah, yeah. of he's he always got come over come on his own the players did. that turn around and he, and he looks he and looks like his shoulders are really really down
6: and, and, and exactly and I think if you if you turn in a football club round, which is what his first job was you've got to do it in several stages and you know just to like use an analogy we were talking on the way in about Newcastle with all this money and to me if Newcastle are going to do anything they've got to buy they've got to buy players and invest to get them from where they are now to top 10 top 8 get around where Everton are and then they almost need to rip it up and start again to get into the Champions League and I think you know the same is true. for him, if you look where we were when Solskjaer took over, it was a complete, you know, reset of the club. We were we were in an absolute mess, and maybe the people he had around him at the time, you might feel, in Michael Carrick's of this world were the right people to do that. And I think I having given if, if that was the first phase of it, they achieved what they needed to achieve. Now is he the manager to go on to the second and third phase which is to win you a league and then to start winning multiple leagues or European Cups I'm not sure probably not you know I said that at the time he was appointed I thought he was the right person at the time to get us where we needed to be but he, he, needs, to, he needs to improve the people around him
0: just in the same way you do with your team yeah and I think that's, that's going to be the key to this isn't it now that he is seen to make changes rather than going into these three games now and there, well, four. If you talk about the Champions League and what we think about those three league games, they are huge for him. If, if, and it's and if we could. If we lost those three, he's in
6: trouble, isn't it? I think any United manager who you know loses five or six games out of eight is going to be in big trouble, especially if a few of them are against Liverpool and City, who they're playing in the next few games and. You know, I think it's a big it's a big step for him to make to bring in a dominant number two because since he's been there he's clearly been the man in charge, hasn't he? And I think it's different when you're a Sir Alex Ferguson type figure who, you know, has always delegated a lot. You know, for Sojka to do it now would actually to me would be a show of strength, but whether yeah. he whether he's got the balls to do it, we'll see.
0: So we're just um just moving on quietly at the end of the uh, United Stand podcast, you've got lots of views on the in and outs, uh, ins and outs, and possible ins and outs of what was a, an appalling, or bad day for Manchester United Football Club. You know, in isolation, it's a it's a loss, um, but the overall feeling is things are coming to an end. But just before we do end, I wanted to speak to um, the Under uh, 21 fans forum rep. Um, and who was fans for and rep for the under 21s, Luke Black. Um You were very positive after your first meeting that the, the club really were looking to the under 21s as the future of United, and uh, and their plans. Um, what are you keen to see the club look to do? Uh,
7: well, yeah, I was very positive coming out of that meeting and saw uh, all the things that United want to implement for uh, us teenagers and on, us uh, under 21 fans. Um, A few of the main points coming out of it were about safe standing and moving forward with safe standing and also moving forward with the under-16 ticket prices and the under-21 ticket prices, um, reducing the cost of them. So, yeah, I was very positive coming out of that. Do you think there's an
0: opportunity, perhaps, with the um, reintroduction of, of standing and standing areas for them to look at the likes of you and your mates who have to apply for tickets separately uh, being able to sort of congregate
7: together to create your own atmosphere yeah I hope so that's definitely something that I've wanted to look into and uh, something I proposed to the club Um, so I think it is important that we do go back to older times with how it was with you for example and you got to go with your mates and it's a bit harder for me at the moment and other people my age going with their mates because of how the ticketing system works that's definitely something that um, I want to look, at, look and, at with the club. And you think if the club did
0: say, right, okay, we're going to put, well, I don't know, we're going to take out the seats behind the goal, down down the side, down one of the sides, do um, you think there would be a good uptake of, of a youth sort of section down there?
7: Yeah, definitely. I've spoken to a lot of people uh, around my age and under 21, and would definitely be a good uptake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, if anyone wants to contact me, my email address is uh, lucaback 1006 at outlook.com So that'd be just
0: for if they want to get in touch hold of you about any issues that they've got that they feel you'd like to raise with the Fans Forum as an under-21 rep? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
7: that's
0: great. All right, thanks. Well, as I say, we're on our trip home now, and um, it's uh, going to feel possibly like a little bit of a longer trip than it should do from um, from Leicester however the mood seems to have switched already and as always uh, sporting Manchester United it's never going to be um, that easy but you're blessed if you do.
4: Um,
0: just as an aside for those of you looking at um, perhaps social media and seeing that there was an incident at half time and during the United game. Um, down below, there were probably in the concourse down below three or four bars, um, three that I can remember seeing in my head. Um, and on the first of the ones on the left, there was an incident at half time when the shutters started to come down and the United fans were claiming that uh, there was a deliberately slow pouring of beer. Now that escalated to um, some um, tit for tat abuse by both the bar staff and the United fans who were exchanging pleasantries and then a member of the bar staff picked up a pint and threw it over one of the lads who were stood there. The lad didn't take kindly to that nor did the people behind him and they picked up beer and threw it back. Um, this resulted in the bar staff um, trying to close the shutters and the United fans Uh, climbing over the bar and uh, serving themselves and helping themselves Um, probably in hindsight it wasn't the best um, way of resolving um, the situation when the police ran in and closed the bar completely but certainly videos were taken and during the second half there was a lot of police presence at the bottom of the united end and obviously they were trying to pick and point people out and when we left the game there were a number of uh, people detained and arrested for that incident at half time um what will become of that i don't know whether it'll be blown out of all proportion whether leicester will decide to reduce an away allocation next year or whether they'll just not have the bars out and i i don't know um It probably wasn't anywhere near as bad as it may or may not be made out to be. But um, it wasn't helped by actions of both bar staff and perhaps the reaction to having beer thrown at them. But um,
5: just a little bit of an aside of what what happened today. Plenty of reaction there then from Manchester United's defeat at Leicester City uh, from fans who were at the game. We are finishing off the next issue of United We Stand. It's out against Liverpool next week. If you want to subscribe to the next 10 issues, the deadline is Tuesday. Just go to uwsonline.com. You can order the next 10 issues. We'll send them out to you wherever you are in the world by post or you can get a digital edition so that you can read United We Stand or award-winning fanzine on your device. And what else? Whew feeling pretty heavy actually at the moment but we do appreciate the support of our sponsors and we will carry on doing this podcast we're trying to provide a chance and a platform to give an authentic voice to Manchester United fans with the sponsors we appreciate the support of people like LinkedIn Talent Solutions today many small business owners are busier than ever Time spent searching for and interviewing candidates can take time away from managing and growing a business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to get candidates worth interviewing faster. And it's free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network. With over 30 million people in the UK, you can focus on the candidates with the skills and experience you need. Use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified people. This isn't an advert for the next Manchester United manager, by the way. This is a genuine advert. (laughs) Then you can use simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritise who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. And you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com forward slash united. Again, that's linkedin.com forward slash united to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I will be at Old Trafford on Wednesday for the Atalanta game and also at Old Trafford on Sunday for the Liverpool game. We will be bringing podcasts where, as ever, we will be speaking to people who spend the hard-earned watching Manchester United. I wish it wasn't like this, but it is at the moment. And after four defeats in seven games, the mood has really sunk and Oli Gunnar Solskjaer Manchester United's manager is under increased scrutiny and pressure. And with good reason as well. The expectations were much higher this season and it's not unreasonable given the amount of money that's been spent, given the strength of the squad there. When you look across at rivals, that only depresses fans even more. I watched a bit of Liverpool before. I bumped into some Scousers on the way back from Porto a couple of weeks ago. and Because I'm not watching Liverpool every week. And they were just saying try to be objective they're playing really really well Salah's off the scale but I'm not going to talk about how great Liverpool are but Liverpool are the next visitors in the league at Old Trafford so where does it go with this in times gone by where Manchester United have really needed to get a result and ollie has got them but I just sense it's different this time I sense that people expected more from this season and the Leicester defeat wasn't an isolated one um it's been a trend. The team are not even playing well. Too many of the players, they almost look like they've downed tools. don't think there's an appetite for um, social media messages from the players talking about going again. I just think it's gone beyond that point. What happens next? Well, I don't know. The, the fans are not sacking the manager. Uh, there's very little appetite for sacking the manager um, within the club, as far as I can understand. But the way this is going clearly will be... Untenable and the pressure will build and build and build. This isn't great. We've had some great moments as Manchester United supporters. This isn't one of them. The team had only conceded more than one goal once this season. That was against young boys when the United were down to 10 men. Conceded four today at Leicester. It was bad. It was really bad. I'm not going to say I hope you enjoyed this podcast, but we do appreciate you listening. We're going to work really hard to get a really good fanzine out. We appreciate your support, the people who buy it, and we'll be back again with another podcast. Goodbye.